something else still a hottest Still the hardest. We should open up like a freestyle every time. Oh man, people wouldn't be ready for that. I'm like seriously, just like bring a beat and just <laughs> just, just start just do going it. in. Just do it. Like I actually started writing opening lines for a th- the theme song. Yeah, right. It's like, yo, that's dope. We need to record that. <laughs> or just rap it live. Dude, when you when you built the beat mm-hmm. initially, yeah, dude. I I don't know. I probably wrote like a full sixteen. Back at the, yeah. I got it. So I got it written somewhere. Right. I mean, the beat is hot. I mean, we just. Is that my phone? That's my phone. <laughs> it was a star is born. Okay. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, we meant to record a song to it, but yeah. the beat is just hot. The beat rocks. Right. Yeah. And then we forgot that Hot Mix of Superfly made us with all the <laughs> somethings on We need to get back to using some of that because I think we close out with just the same one. Yeah, I always just am lazy. <laughs> it's okay. I'm okay. tired. I mean, we got to get the, just motivated. This, get the ox going, branding, yeah. everything because um, as we know, a good friend of our, let's do the proper source. The CB. CB. Yeah. What's yeah. good, brother? Man, I will say that this cold weather that we got is making me not want to do shit. Um, so, Marcus, I appreciate you having heat and opening up your home. Sure. It's actually getting a little cold in <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. So, no, we're, we're not up for doing uh, an outdoor special when we. Uh, we got to reach out to our friend up in Wyoming. Where is he at? Uh, Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. And check in on him. Right, not, right. After doing an outdoor special. I mean, if we got some heaters outside. He's got the fire pit. Yeah. But everything. Yeah, no. No. We yeah, I can't produce the show and manage the fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's asking for trouble. Right. No, our our levels would be all off. Marcus is over there. You know. You know. Exactly. exactly. Poking yeah. cold. Right. Superfly, what's good, brother? I'm good, man. Just, you know. Just ripping and running. Yeah. You know. Anything exciting going on? Trap trivia? When? Trap trivia, Black Friday. Uh, bang, bang, bang. Is it the 28th or 29th? Okay. Um, yeah, we're gearing up for that. What's location? It is Red Rocks, 8th Street, okay. D.C. Okay. So it should nice. be real cool, yeah. Nice. And Norm, what's the what's the, the time for that? Uh, I think we kick off around 7, 7.30. Um, normally so, goes to about like what 10 30 11 o'clock yeah like yeah sometimes later we get if we get a party going and it might be a little bit later than that but you know i'm pretty sure the you know, time the i was there it was definitely later than that mm-hmm. yeah it was good we went in. yeah 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 that's always a good Absolutely. time right it's always a good time like hearing knowing my love for music and then when they did um it was a, a section last time on sampling right and I, I always love making my mind work because most of the samples I'll know. Like, right, oh, right. Damn, you know, because they're classic samples. You, mm-hmm. Anybody just should know certain things. And it's like, we'll play the sample, but you have to name what song sampled it. So you right. get to name the current song. Right. And then it was a, it was a couple that they played 
Well, first of all, how does that work? Did they did you come up with that list, or did they give you the list to to play for the samples? Yeah, it's like a collaborative. We, you know, what I mean, we'll come. Up, I'll come up with some. Somebody okay. else will come up with some, and then we'll we'll hash out what the best ones are, okay. or what we think people will get. All right, because there's a couple ones that have you that been used twice. Right. I mean, right. Well, more you, maybe multiple. It's times. gonna happen more and more now because yeah. they're starting to re. A lot of the '90s songs yep. are getting sampled. Yep. So. You're going to run into that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's all about knowing your music. And if you know your music, I mean, you should should have anything to do with it. I remember I took my up there. Because the first, so there was, I can't think of the original song, but the song, the sample was supposed to be, most people would know it as the Ari Lennox Break Me Off sample. Gotcha. But if you're a hip-hop head, when you hear sometimes, you hear Busta Rhymes, woo-ha, got you all. And that's the first thing that came out of my mind. Right. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's it's two. So, but... Yeah. When you, when I took her to answer, I was like, "Look, there's two answers to this," mm-hmm. and I knew. I think and, we took both of them. Yeah, though, right? she yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I knew she was thinking about "Break Me Off" because right. that was the current song most females would, or women would, uh, relate to that one. Right, right. Yeah, hip hop. And we always discuss it. Like, we'll, you know, what I'm saying when something's definitely like controversial. We usually have like a discussion about it before whether we're gonna ask or we're gonna take multiple answers, right. that kind of thing. Right. But no, I mean they have a really you dope got drinks formula. on the line and everything. People yeah. get real competitive. Yeah. Real hey, competitive in it's, there. You it's know? crazy. It gets crazy in there. Like almost like, all right, champ, cool out. We just hear that. <laughs> it's just trivia. <laughs> this is trivia. This isn't, you know Right, right. A Popeye's chicken sandwich oh. answers. <laughs> You can chill. So, uh, CB's got a good story about that. R.I.P. to all the lost, lost Popeyes homies. Exactly. But, <laughs> um, they got a good formula going. So if you ever checked out Trap Trivia, check it out. Good formula. Mm-hmm. Positive, just fun. Yeah, know. absolutely. Just good. Vibes. It's something different, yeah, it's man. It's something, something different to go. And then to. when Superflies on the ones and twos, oh yeah, it's hey. always a guaranteed party. Like it's a vibe, right? man. I and I don't want to. I'm not gonna hype them up because. I'm not just hyping him up because we're in his studio. Right. Or that's my boy. I've known him the longest. And he's a DJ. No. Like, I've been to parties and they've had DJs. They, they know how to rock. Yeah. Certain ones that you probably hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. They know how to rock. But it's different when you know someone that when they rock, like, they play music and it just, like, hits you different. Because you're right. like, you know they know music like you know music. Right, right. And, and you can already kind of hear when he plays. I I can hear something. Know where he's gonna. Well, he where he should be going from there, and it and most of the time it works out that way. I mean, I was out last Friday, so I go out. I go out and hang out with uh with a buddy, and the DJ that they had at this because it was just like a it was a bar, and it was like the bro the dude just had like a playlist. Like, it was almost like he wasn't reading the room. Oh, boy. Like, it was one of those, I was like, yeah, like, some of these songs rock, but, like, this isn't, the, the vibe is all off. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. And so, that's just something that I know. Yeah, and it's like, you can't play for every single, you can't play the same stuff in every single room. You gotta right. read the room, know what's gonna resonate with people. And then, and then it's also, like, you can play more than what you hear on the radio thirty times a day. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. And some, some DJs play for themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's not good either. Yeah, it's I'm not a, about you. Right, <laughs> I've been in situations where, like you said, you can tell the guy's not reading the room, but they're back there like, just like vibing. Right, they they, right. they know what they want to hear, but I'm like everybody else is like, what the what's going on? Someone pass the ox, please. Yeah. Exactly. Early on, I'll play for myself just to kind of get myself in a mood, but then yeah. after that, it's like, all right. Yeah. We're going to take care of everybody. Right, right. Speaking of playing for um, other people and right. taking care of people, right? Uh, Drake got booed off the stage at uh, yeah. um, uh, the Flognog. The Tyler the Creators yeah. Festival. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about it. Uh, it's pretty bad. I mean... Now, I talking love- about reading a room. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tyler the Creator, right? He backstory is he, I guess, posted he, when he advertised his festival... Surprise special guest. Right. Something like that. And it happened to be Drake, one of the biggest artists out there right now. Of the last decade. Yeah. A bunch of number one hits. You know, Mr. Um, What's the God song that that was the big song for him last year? God's Plan. God's Plan. Mr. God's Plan. Right, right, right. All that. The Sixth God himself. Yeah. So that should go over well, right? Right. No. (laughs) 
Not at all. Right. I don't. Who do wants you, to see Frank Ocean at a festival? So, so that's what. How did Ty, How did? The, when, I have to ask this. Who, I don't, who gets turned up to Frank Ocean? I mean, exactly. Apparently, no. apparently the pe- all the people who, who that just went put to out a song show. like from like five years in five right. years. But what I love, did you? Because did you guys see? Tyler's like tweet storm that he did at like the day after or no, whatever. No. I might have caught something. Um, so he basically was just saying like he changed his Twitter bio saying that he was embarrassed by his fans, um, and just like yo, the these people created a narrative and then got pissed off when this thing that they created didn't come true. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? And he he admitted to himself maybe being a bit tone deaf based off of who like the crowd that was being attracted to the festival, but still at the end of the day, you had Drake coming out, not as a build performer, as a surprise guest. He's playing some classic hits. And uh, at least according to Tyler, it was most of the people in the front that were booing, that were acting like assholes. And uh, he was just like, yo, it's just a bad look. Like it makes everyone, he's like, it makes me, it looks, makes the fans look like these entitled assholes. And like, he he called him out and I appreciated that. Isn't Drake a bigger artist than Tyler? Yeah, yeah. But see, doesn't Tyler, he deserves the credit in cultivating the audience that he does. Right. Which, which is you know why what I'm saying? He, like we, I could have yeah. told you they were going to boo Drake. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I they would probably boo everybody. Right. He definitely has a different following. Andre 3000 on stage. You know what I mean? Boo. boo. <laughs> Where's Frank Ocean? Barack Obama. Boo. <laughs> like you said, Beyonce. I, I'm still shocked by that. Like Drake. I mean, it, Again, like you said, it's a very unique audience for Tyler, the creator. Right, right, right. He has a very unique style of rapping as well or performing. He's just, gotta, he's just unique in general. Yeah. So apparently Frank Ocean is in high demand. <laughs> and Like I get that they have a, a huge past together. Like I get that, you know, they've collaborated and all this kind is of stuff. Have Drake has? Really? No, no. Uh, oh, Frank, Tyler, okay, Tyler, yeah, Frank, Tyler yeah. and Frank. Yeah, is he yeah, not yeah. part um, of Odd Future anymore? As, as I, so. I don't even know if yeah, yeah. What, I don't think that's uh, a thing anymore. Yeah, though. I think that Tyler's just doing his thing, and everyone that was involved like can still fall back on right. that. Uh, but it's, you know, it's just everyone's kind of doing their own their own thing at this point. But and that was also like a decade ago. Yo, you know yeah, what I mean? like, yeah. Uh, when you know Tyler was getting trouble for like he was actually. I want to say it was banned from going to Sweden or someplace. Like I might be confusing Sweden because of the ASAP Rocky right. stuff. Okay. But he was who was ban- going back, by the way. But right, he is going back. Um, but he was banned from like some spot. I believe it was in the UK because of his use of the F word that rhymes with maggot. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, and that was the Tyler ten years ago, and the dude now, like, it's it's it, so ironic. It's wild. It's- that's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's all ironic. I think he's ironic like an incredible artist. Like I love a lot of the stuff that he does, um, but yeah, like it's just wild to think that this entire fan base of his, which he said it wasn't the entire fan base, but it was. You know, we talk about the the really loud minority. You know, that's yeah. acting like the majority. That's that's how it came off. Yeah. Come on. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> Alright, since we went over time last time, we're gonna cut the show short today. <laughs> yeah. CB, what are you? <laughs> I hope you didn't wear something fire last week and that joint just like I mean, let's be honest. I'm gonna act like I'm gonna wear fi- something fire every week. Exactly. exactly. Until we start live streaming. Call you out on it. Right. I'd be like, oh no, I'm just I'm just wearing some Addy Light slides. Exactly. <laughs> That was crazy though. Shout out to shout out to Justo. Yeah, for, man. for doing that. Thank you for And then he gave through, us a bro. shout out on um Life Podcast today for so sick. for doing that. That was a great show. We just went way into overtime. <laughs> crashed the system. Dude. And but hey, it was a good time. I mean um having a great time. Time just flies, man. Yeah. So back to Rocky going back to Sweden. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming we're done with this Frank Ocean. I mean <laughs> I, first of all, I love Frank. Yeah. I'm not rooting for him at a festival. If he comes out, hey, you know, that's just like a little bit extra. I'm guessing but if I see Drake, I'm like, festival hey, music I want isn't that, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm guessing. Shout out to Drake for doing that. And he cut his set short for like 
I, mean, I like his response though. Like yeah, the next day, he's like, "Yo, I, I just signed a contract for like ten years. <laughs> you're gonna be," and he's like, "You're gonna be Boy. booing me till you're 30. Right. <laughs> he took it like a chance. Oh. So that was the first time that ever happened in his career. Uh, I don't know, man. Like Drake is one of it. those artists that, like. You know, even like you think about like great comedians, they get booed off stage every yeah. once in a while. Sometimes you don't have a great set or whatever, but yeah, they actually know. booed Dave Chappelle. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's been booed many times. I right. guarantee you, you 2007, it. Drake was getting booed somewhere. Right? right. I mean, you there, know what I'm saying? there's always going to be lumps. pockets, especially yeah. of dudes that are they just love to hate Drake. There's right. for for all the stands that there are out there. Mm. There's plenty of people that are just like, man, best I ever had. Fuck that. Like, crying and exactly. <laughs> Man, whatever. I mean, right now, all that shit is hot. And Drake was doing it, you know, right. a long ass time ago. Drake is winning. But on the real, as for someone my age, I am judging the person who says Drake is their favorite artist. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Sorry. Well, well, that, that's our age. That would, that would be my brother, Ryan yeah. Brokaw. <laughs> my brother loves Drake. But my brother's also... Four years younger than I am, and I'm like uh, a couple years younger than y'all. So it's you know. it's dope, but it's just like whenever whenever they say that it's my favorite, I'm just like. Right. <sighs> I mean, it's <laughs> different because you think about, and we've talked about this damn near every show. Like the music that we grew up with, and even like the music that you guys grew up with, being a few years older than mm-hmm. me, like. There's some stuff that was way in for you guys that I was on the tail end of, so I don't even—I I wasn't even into it in the same way. Right. But you know, it's—it's it's just the music in general now is in a because things change. Like so, it's so just here's my a question spot. about Drake. I mean, we'll keep her here for a second. Um, does Drake have any song that 20 years from now, like, does he have an all-time stuff that will transcend with generations? Does he have? Any songs you could think of? I mean, I know stuff that I like. I know stuff that he was putting out 10 years ago. I think, ago like, Starter like. from the Bottom, like, the, some of those songs he mm-hmm. makes are, like, anthemic. And right. And will mm-hmm. just, they'll win, I think, no matter what time. Right. And I think, in. even if it's not his song necessarily, mm-hmm. the joints that he jumps on as a feature and basically turns them into his songs, yeah. like, uh, I saw a list today of it was like the top ten most played songs of 2019. Mm-hmm. Old country, like Old Town Road, is up at the top with mm-hmm. over like two billion plays or something like that. Sicko mode, sicko mode is in there. Sicko mode came out last year. Sicko mode, is you know, and that's that's not Drake's song, but even though that's a Travis song, it's associated with Drake. Yeah. So and so there are song, there's joints that he's jumped on that. Like, you know, he has a great the feature. The beat to whatever. sicko mode. Yeah. The drops to that, that thing is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Sick, okay. But like, there's still like, even even the stuff that he was doing, like initially, when yeah. he was, when he was, Mixed just drink. all that stuff. Like, yeah. there, there's some stuff that you go back and you listen to and like, oh yeah, man, this was, this shit was fire. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, like his joint that he had with Trey Songs. Uh, successful successful um that drake that with the whole it's the best I ever had right right <laughs> that no, was the, all that all i will that, say dude. that stuff sounds dated like i can only get away with playing that every once in a while that drake mm-hmm. but like when you start getting to like nothing was the same or take care mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some of those albums are like very the sound of those do not sound like a point in time nope. at all they don't right. they just right. i think they'll no. just carry on right you know I think nice for what might might play yeah. for a while. Yeah. Because it, it speaks to to women mm-hmm. and up uplifts women. So yeah. I, I think that would be the <clears throat> if anything, they'll keep it like women are singing it, in the background. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean that that song's fire. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Still um, still didn't have a classic album though. Not yet. Like, cause he's too damn emotional, man. <laughs> but also <clears throat> I just don't think that he writes. We've, I think we've talked about this before, but I don't think he writes Trust. necessarily to have a classic yeah, album. He writes, he, he, writes, he writes hits, the best singles. You know? yeah. yeah, it's, it's right. you know. So you're not going to have a cohesive classic album if it's right. all singles. The, right. The one that stands out to opinion. me right now that had to grow on me was the second album, which I originally hated because it sounded like depressing. 
drug music. Okay. But that's the one, the Marvin's Room is on there. Mm-hmm. Marvin, is it Marvin's Room? Mar- whatever Marvin's it is. Room. Yeah, that's on there. Um, <clears throat> the joint with the back that ass up, uh, Underground, Kings is on there. Mm-hmm. That to me, it, if I had to pick one, that's probably his best project. Um, just because he, he switched the sound completely from the first one to this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the one is actually grew take, on take me. Take Care, right? Is take Care. Is that, is that yeah. Take Care? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's the second album. Uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Marvin's Room. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Take Care. Hell yeah, fucking right. All that. Yep. Yep. The motto. The motto was the... Yeah. So motto, that's another song that's going to be forever hit. Yeah. So that was the that's, one that... That's, that's the he's got... It's in the club, in the party setting. Right. Yes, they will carry on. I mean, just in riding Solid from car, the bottom is on that sure. one too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was that on there? It's on one of them. Is Headlines on the first album or the second album? Headlines. Uh, second. That's what Headlines, headlines is on. Headlines is on Take Care. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, I'm looking at his, his project list now. Mm-hmm. Thank Me Later was decent. Yeah, Started From the Bottom was the third. Nothing was the same. Okay. Okay. But Take Care is... Yeah. Shot for me, headlines, crew love mm-hmm. with the crew weekend. Love, yeah. yeah, the weekend yeah. killed the weekend. that joint. Marvin's yep. room, take um, buried alive with Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Underground Kings, make me proud. Lord knows with Rick Ross, Justice League. Yeah, cameras doing the wrong. The real her with Lil Wayne and Andre Three Thousand. Yep. Look what you've done. Uh, hell yeah, fucking right. Practices the joint, mm-hmm. the ride, and the model. So to me, that's probably his best. Body of work was take care, and that's the one I actually hated the first time I listened to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it grew on me. So maybe that's yeah, yeah whatever. Um, speaking of growing on people, mm-hmm. um, I guess Sweeten has grown on uh, ASAP Rocky <laughs> for him wanting to go back. I guess is he crazy? I mean, I think he going through his whole ordeal. He talked about like he loves Sweden as a city. Like he thinks yeah. that like everything about it is pretty dope. So it doesn't surprise me that he's going back. Uh, whether they want him back, I don't know. But I think that he he likes it. So, all right, I don't understand. Is he going back for a show? Yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, he's, he's, yeah. So he's going back to rectify the situation. I don't know if it's a rectify thing, but he they said he's got a show. He's he's oh, wow. he's gonna play a show there. And, right. Because I'm assuming he wasn't able to play any when he was there the last time since he got you know locked up. Wow. I just got a, a news alert that uh, death row inmate Rodney Reed is still scheduled to be executed on November 20th. Mm. Now, if you don't know that story, the little bit that I know is he was <clears throat> dating a married woman. They were together, whatever. So Rodney Reed's a black guy. And the woman he was messing with was white. She was married to a cop. Um, she got murdered. The only no real evidence had been taken. Only thing that had been linked to him was some DNA, but he admitted they had slept together. And so he's been claiming his innocence for past years, however long he's been on death row since his trial. And he's always said her husband, who's a police officer, has the access to frame him to do that. Mm-hmm. And so you know, all now there's new tests that can be taken. All technology has evolved to where this can you know his case can at least be retried. Right. Uh, there's a big petition that's been out on change.org, Yahoo, everywhere. And so it's still saying that nothing has changed. I heard, though, there's a story about how that 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 husband, didn't he have a, like a link to another like dead person, dead woman really? that he was uh, associated with or whatever? And they never they never could line up the evidence for it. I have to look it up. Is, the, is he still alive? I saw that. Yeah. Damn. Wow. I have to Google it. That is a wild story. Rodney Reed, death row inmate in Livingston, Texas. Livingston, Texas is currently scheduled to be executed on the 20th, but in recent weeks he's received widespread attention. Okay, celebrities. But yeah, it just doesn't look like anything at this point is working with over 2 million signatures um, that have been signed. The wow. Texas is just looking at it like, eh, fuck those signatures. It's Texas, exactly. man. Right. It's tough. Tough. All right. Um, where do I want to go after this? Uh, there's another point I wanted to make, but whatever. Let's uh, let's dive into the the juice. <laughs> so last night I was on um Twitter, and I saw that 
Kappa tweeted that he has um, what looks like a tryout yep. in Atlanta this weekend um, with for the NFL. Yep. And looks like that it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even aware, and they reached out to his people, pretty much telling him, be there. Because I, I actually shot. saw a tweet about it before he tweeted about it. Oh, really? Which makes it come off like other people knew before he knew. Right. So I don't know. So I don't know what this is going to prove, what we need to know, but uh, this is a shot, supposedly. So mm-hmm. now we were talking about earlier off mic and throughout the day that we think that it's still blurred lines right mm-hmm. now. We think that this is more so of the NFL trying to save their ass or trying to look good to the in the public eye. Like, hey, we're giving this guy a shot. And all the teams are invited. Yeah. And if he makes it, you know, hey, we did it. We brought him back. If he doesn't make it, you know, well, we gave him a shot. Uh, so at this point, I'm confused. I don't know if if it's genuine enough. And right. where did it come from? It came out of nowhere. We've been fighting for three years to get this man back in the league. Right. And all of a sudden... Like, you know, he, he tweeted out earlier this year that his representatives reached out to all 32 teams. Mm-hmm. No callbacks. Right. So that means they... Go ahead. What was that? I guess I'm a little skeptical about, like, why, it is, why is this an announcement? Why didn't they just do it in secret? If they were really... If it's genuine, why not right. just... When, since when did they announce... The league is announcing a tryout for one person. Right. right. So when right. did they try out veteran quarterbacks? Don't, don't they try people out all the time? Like, literally... You get you get uh, like Schefter or some of those guys tweeting like, oh yep, uh, because such and such team's kicker missed three field goals last week. They're bringing in four exactly like you know dudes or whatever. So I don't know why all of a sudden now it's a um, a big uh, like a big deal that like it's you know it's cat. So I just don't understand why. This, it's the same deal. I'm just I'm just ripe with skepticism because right. unless he gets signed, I'm just gonna assume right. that it is all still employed by right. the league to try to S- save some face or to you know whatever. And you know, so I just I want to be excited about it because you better believe I love watching this guy play. Like right. he's an exciting player. Right. This is a dude that helped take a team to the Super Bowl. Right. So this guy's a Super Bowl quarterback. So right. as, as, why do you, as, as a Super Bowl quarterback, why do I have to come back out here and prove myself after three years? Right, right. I mean, it's, it's been a long time, but there's other people who've gotten recent shots that aren't, we know that aren't worthy and are horrible and they still get, they don't have to go Bro, out. Do you know how long, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been in the NFL? <laughs> like, this dude is a career backup he just keeps finding teams, right? Oh, yeah. Right. No, like, they will sign him. You know, this dude has never in one year accomplished what Cap's done. Right. Ever. So he Never led know, a team to the Super Bowl. I don't think he's ever been in the playoffs. So <laughs> it's one of those things where you have these guys that get retreaded all the time. Right. Whenever a quarterback goes down, you get these lists of names. It's like, yep. oh, they're bringing in uh, this guy. Oh, they're bringing in this guy. And it's oh, like, we're going to bring back John Kitna, who's a high school uh, coach right now. Who, right. He, just because he knows the playbook, we're going to bring him in. We don't expect him to do much, but he knows the playbook, so we're going to bring him back. Right. Um, we're going to bring back Matt Moore, mm-hmm. who's been sitting – no, he he left the league. He wasn't nobody right. wanted him in the league. Yeah. And then, um, like he was becoming a scout or something like that. And, so he, here's my my thought. I have a lot of thoughts as we talk about this. It's out of nowhere. He can't reschedule. It's on a Saturday. Most teams travel Friday night, Saturday to wherever they're going to play. So that means at this point, if you're a coach. Most coaches probably aren't going to dedicate a day. We don't. This is our noon, right? <clears throat> and it's, there's a schedule, a list of activities that he's going to go through. Yes, he he's going to be timed. He's, it's pretty much like a combine <clears throat> for a guy that's, that's. Why does this matter? Right. Anyways, right. So most coaches aren't going to most likely won't be there. GMs maybe. Yeah, at least or from maybe a scout. Everything I've been reading is because of the timing. It's most likely that it's going to be scouts that are there. Right. Um, I think I saw some news item that Jerry Jones is sending high-level executives or whatever, but I don't know if that's real. Right. Um, but, you know, Eric Reed came out and said that it feels like a PR stunt, which mm-hmm. it does, yeah. 
which it does. Um, what was his exact tweet? You, you um, have that? I don't, but they, because he, he did an interview. Uh, they caught him at like his locker room after practice oh, okay, gotcha. and asked him about it. And one, I th- one of the quotes was, it feels like a PR stunt. Which is weird because it's never the the follower. It's always the, the ringleader that gets the punishment. Right. We know Eric Reed has been standing by cap since day one. Mm-hmm. He, I believe, continues to kneel or maybe he won't come out. But the thing is that the national anthem is not a huge thing for pregames for NFL anymore. The first time I've seen it this year was Veterans Day. Right. But other than that, they don't advertise on TV. Um, players have the option, if they choose to protest, to stay in the locker room. Right. Which is still BS because it's freedom of speech. I should be able to come out here and do it. You, you want to you wanna hide it. That's the thing about America or what makes people uncomfortable. You want to hide what's uncomfortable. Right. And it's very relevant. Um, the Michael Bennett uh, Cowboys thing. Yeah. Where he, I, I want to say the first game he was with them, he stayed in the locker room for the anthem. And there was an article that came out basically saying that he's not going, he, he was going to join them for the anthem going forward because players on the team like reached, like asked him to. And I'm like, man, what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> exactly. Like, like and it's funny because the Cowboys and Jerry Jones right. and the good old boys, you know, it, it's, and, it's really easy to say the Texas oil tycoon is, you know, so that, that's my hang up with it is that, that was my love hate thing with the Cowboys last year. and still is to this day True, is it it was a good enough thing to kneel when you know they all kneeled in solidarity, yeah, to, solidarity to Trump's, you know, in in response to Trump and Jerry Jones' old ass is getting down there oh, and what, kneeling, what are we doing? With, <laughs> kneeling with the boys, but that was one Sunday, and then from there, oh my boys will stand, right? And then you have Dak Prescott who, oh I'm gonna stand, you know, protesting is not meant for you know games or what? Okay, that's that's how you believe. That's that what you believe. That's fine. Okay. But I, I would love to see you find something you're passionate about and protest and protest that. Mm-hmm. If your spotlight is you have to pick and choose your spotlight. It'd be interesting to see what matters to him when it's time to protest. If it oh I gotta do this right here now in front of these games, see how you feel then? When it when it affects you. If he gets pulled over by the police officers and gets a gun pointed, does it matter then right. when you protest? Right. Of course it does. But then, you know, Zeke, I mean it, it's, we all know it's a money grab at certain points. People right. can be hushed by good contracts. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we don't realize the power. Everybody preaches the power that we have because if you, if all of the minority players or people who feel like they have been affected by or believe in the stance of police brutality or unjust, whatever, right, decided not to show up for work, it'd be these old ass rich tycoons playing one on one with each other. Yeah. Which they do already, probably. Yeah, I'm just in like, the I press box. Why? Why are we afraid of our uh, our voice? I don't know, man. That's a good question. Like you, I, I really think that Dak specifically is in a p- position where he's like, I need to secure this bag. He's like, I need to secure this bag. I'm not going to do anything <clears throat> to fuck it up. Which is why it's so like. It's so crazy what Cap did because he was literally willing to go out there and say, "Hey, like this is actually what I what I'm standing for," and that's or literally kneeling for. And I get that, and that's why when you, there's so many layers to it because mm-hmm. it takes balls first of all to do what he did, and, and you he also realized, don't want to be out there telling people like what to do, right? And like, he realized he did it wrong. He found out the right way to do it. Took a knee, still not good enough because now they try to direct the narrative of what it really is. Oh, it's the, you know, no one ever, nobody wants to speak on what makes them uncomfortable or what they don't understand. I don't expect Jerry Jones to know what it's like to be a black man in America. He never will. He never will. But at least somewhere along the line, like, hey, if this is what my players feel or believe in, let them have their platform to do it. You're not going to lose any money, first of all. You're one of the wealthiest franchises in the league. So two two people or one person out of on your team that decides to kneel will not make, make or break your bank 
from one game's like from the the concession stands, right. from the parking, mm. jersey sales. That and let's talk about that too, real quick. Yeah. Any team you said earlier, any yep. team that decides decides to sign Colin Kaepernick will have the number one most jersey sales in the league immediately. Immediately, the number one selling jersey in the entire league. I mean, I'm kind of at the point now, though. I'm like, man, I'm not really looking at the players anymore. Yeah. You know, if you nail, you nail. Like. To me, what would be moving is if what if everybody in the stands started kneeling? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All at the same time. Yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's like we keep you, you can't um, keep looking for you know someone else to lead change. You right. got to be right. you know what I mean the yeah. one to do it if that's if you have an issue with something. Right. You know, do and I think again, a lot of people are afraid to take that step because. A lot of people, let's, let's be honest, a lot of people agree with Cap, they just won't stand with him. Yeah, sure. Or their their closet, you know, I'm with you, dog, but I I, I got to do, you know, I gotta look, do you got to feed your me. family, I got to do, do yeah. you know, you don't want to mess up what you got. I understand that. And he's he's not asking you to. This man is, he's the Muhammad Ali, he's the martyr. He became he's, bigger than the league. Yeah. And that's the thing, that's what they don't like. Exactly. Is when you can't, you can't control that. You know what right. I mean? You can't and control that. That wasn't even... His goal. Exactly. The goal wasn't That's for him to. Right, right. We did that. Right, right. They right. did that. What I really, one of the things that uh, has kind of stood out to me from, from that same thing we we're talking about with the jerseys and everything, mm-hmm. like there was this talk about, oh, you know, well, if a team signs him, like fans are going to, you know, feel this way or that way about it. Like people are gonna, people are gonna stop watching the games because people no, they are, because people are kneeling and all this no, stuff. They won't. So, so it's really hilarious because I saw a tweet earlier where some fan commented on uh, somebody about like, oh well, that's why me and the millions of fans that have stopped watching. And it's like, bro, have you seen the TV ratings still? Right. Do you realize that NFL Sunday, NFL Thursday, NFL Monday was still doing better numbers than the World Series? Like. Bro, these are regular games. These aren't playoff games. No. And here's the thing. Like, you see the Redskins stands. You see that they're empty. You know why they're empty? It's because the team is fucking garbage, not because Cap was kneeling. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, that's not why people aren't going to games for teams right. that suck. You right. know? The teams that are still good, those stands are still packed. Like, the, the owner's still raking in all this money. The TV money is still there. So anyone out there who tries to argue the economics of it are morons because it, it's it's wrong right. like the, the league is still and, the most profitable sports league in you know right. at least in the country it's not going anywhere no and and that's cap's not trying to break the league no this is one man or a couple men that have an issue with something and hey they decided this is what i'm going to do to make to hear, let my voice be heard. The issue being right. police brutality exactly. against minorities. Right. And there have been worse ways people have decided to take a stand in him kneeling. Oh, yeah. So let's be let's be honest. I mean, there's, there's a cool moment in history that is probably one of the most, the biggest selling pitchers in the world is during the Olympics. The Olympics, yep. The, the black guy, uh, I, can't, I can't remember their name right now. Tommy. Yeah. Uh, they put the fist up. They put the, the glove in the, the fist up on the podium as they got their medals. Yep. That's not just United States. That's a, that's global. John Carlos and Tommy. Um, can't remember his name. Yeah. I'm terrible. John Carlos is one of them. Yeah. But that was a, a global spotlight. Right, right. And people act like some of this stuff is only a domestic issue because it's not. It's like, true. there's a lot of this stuff that goes on. Like, talk about, like, soccer and everything. Right. There's, there's mo- two weeks back-to-back um, I don't remember what country it is, but games have been stopped because of racism coming from the the stands mm-hmm. towards players on the field. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, that's not something that we've seen really here, like in any of our major right. sports leagues. But to try to just push any of these uncomfortable topics to the side yeah. is, is ridiculous. Right. And... To Cap's point, <clears throat> so for those who think that he's not kneeling for anything, right? Since he's kneel, if since he's taken a knee, at least once a week, twice a week, there's always a story about a white officer and a black person. Mm-hmm. This this week, I give you a perfect example. A guy was eating a sandwich on the platform, 
before he got on the train like he does every morning right. to go to work. Yep. And he got harassed because he was eating a sandwich. Didn't they arrest the dude? They, they, they detained him. Yeah. They wanted to know his name and all. He was like, why do you need to know my name? Why is this a... And so the protest in response was this one woman went to McDonald's and bought all these sandwiches and handed to sandwiches to every person on the platform a couple of days later. Yeah. And they ate sandwiches. And then not only that, there was a, a spokesperson for whatever transit system that was who came out and wants to change the narrative of, of what, I mean, and agrees with them in the peaceful protest. So things like that work. I just don't know when it's what makes people uncomfortable. That's right. the thing. People don't want to admit people don't put blinders on mm-hmm. that I hate to turn into a race thing, but it does when the black people are being mistreated in America. Cause that's, that's not the case. You've got yeah. great opportunities. You play football, you play basketball, you see, they want us to be thankful for how we get treated. You know what I mean? That's a good it's thing. not when you're still treated as second class. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's the, it's not the fact that they were getting mistreated. It's the fact that we're not thankful for what we have. Right. Right. It's you like, understand? Right. That's right. That's Dude. the real psychology behind it. And it's so so many layers. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you can break it down so many different ways. So, And then we ask, what's the right way? Okay, but then the hell, now with all the um, Latinos being mistreated at the border or the the deaths that happened a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so if people decide to protest that. How do we protest that? Like if, if a player takes issue with that, what's going on? Because there are, there are a lot of players. Sp- soccer has taken issues to that. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do there? Like, are you going to blackball everybody that wants to let their voice be heard? Like that's, that's how it feels a lot of the time. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, that voice is too loud. Shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> with the NFL, you know, it's the whole no one's bigger than the shield. You know, all that, blah, blah, blah. And, right. You know. So what does the NFL do? We talked about this a week, few weeks back. Mm-hmm. They try to get urban enough. They try to, well, we got to get somebody to, to spoke, speak for these black people. Who do they, who do they respond to? They respond to Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z knows and speaks for all the black people. He's got, he's got money. He's made himself out of, out of the project. So, Jay, we want you to come in. We want you to help us give us a voice or give us guidance on how to handle black issues. Please endear us to the black people, Jay. Exactly. So here's Jay Z, who probably I'm trying. Jay Z is so far in on the white money, he can probably care less about what's going on on the the ground level of black issues. Jay Z's not getting pulled over from cops anymore. He's far removed from that. He's taking himself out of that situation. So it may not resonate with him anymore. He may not really care about it. But okay, he's a voice now. So Jay, how are we going to handle this? We want you to. So he gets there. First thing he says, oh, yeah, we're past kneeling. Right. We're, pa- we're past that. Negro, when's the last time you got pulled over? <laughs> so when is the last time you have been the subject or the target of that? You have. It's been it's been forever. Right. I mean, you got off for stabbing somebody in a club. Yeah. Once you got off that, you passed. You passed mm-hmm. all that. Like, your money is going to speak speak louder than what first you are. First person in hip-hop to count a billy? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, he did it before Puff. Everybody thought Puff was going to do it first. Mm-hmm. It was before Puff. But he's so far removed. Like, what is Jay-Z going to do? So a lot of people think that this move right here is Jay-Z saying, hey, give Cap a chance. It'll make you look good. And if nobody signs him, nobody, you just say, hey, we gave him a shot. And the thing is, you would think, like, you think about, like, any any issue. Enough time goes by. People stop, like, really caring about it. And one of the... Uh, I forget. I I think Andy Reid talked about it, but it had to do with when the Eagles signed Michael Vick, because it, it could have been Andy Reid or it could have been um, whoever the uh, GM was at the time. But basically saying like, you know what? Yeah, maybe the first day you had twenty protesters out there, and the second day you have like ten. Mm-hmm. Third day, there there's two people out there, and then by the fourth day, there's no one out there. Like no one cares. It's been three years, right? Yep. Honestly. Honestly, do are people so wrapped up around this false narrative that was created, you know, and put on this man that if he has a job, even even if it's not as a starter, you know, even if it's just a roster spot, that's gonna really cause people to stop doing. Because here's the thing: if people are saying they're gonna stop going, those people probably weren't regularly going anyway. No. No. Like 
come on, man. Like, yeah. and so I think that like that's why that's a reason why I have so much skepticism because it's like there's nothing that's been holding back these teams to this point. Because if you're gonna say, oh, it's that litigation that he was jumping into, it's like it's not that because didn't that get like settled and wasn't Eric Reed also in that same thing? And Eric Reed's been having a job, yeah. um, you know. Uh, so Tom Brady takes a knee for breast cancer. Well, we're not doing enough to to bring awareness to breast cancer, mm-hmm. and that's true. But he as decides, an example, as an example, yeah, he's the, he's the face. He's a Super Bowl winning champion, face of a franchise. What do you think they're gonna do? We got to get behind Tom. Tom really right. feels this. Let's let's do this. Okay, mm-hmm. bam, great. And let's be. The breast cancer awareness wasn't, I don't think, was always implemented into the league until Mm-mm. one of these owners' wives got breast cancer and they decided we have to bring awareness to this. The league never cared about breast cancer beforehand. I mean, we've discussed how the whole national anthem thing in general yeah. was a way to get more exposure for and like, money, the military. And money. Yep. No, exactly that. Marketing it, money. For literally, lit- dollars. Dollars. Of dollars. Course. Like, that's right. what, you know. So. And that, and yes. They're raising money for charity right. when we're talking about like the breast cancer right. stuff, but they're literally selling this gear. Like, right. yep. So not, let me ask not you every this one of those dollars of the pink jerseys that right. you're buying is going to right. cancer research. Let me ask you this question. So now Russell Westbrook, Wilson, Wilson, yeah, Russell Wilson, Super Bowl winning champion, mm-hmm. great guy all around, MVP front runner MVP, right now, MVP front runner. Nobody can probably say anything bad about him. He's the one that decides. I'm taking a knee for, uh, un- you know, racial unjust. Mm-hmm. I'm he's the one doing it, taking a knee. What are you going? What is the NFL going to do at that point? What is the, C- the Seahawks going to do at that point? He's won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. His numbers are great every year. Are are you going to blackball a guy that has already taken you to a Super Bowl and won you a ring? Is that is that the end of him? I think it will be. I mean, he I already told you what he did with Ka- Kaepernick. Went to the Super Bowl. He didn't win. He didn't win the but ring. He, but he would have. He was on the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it, it's one of those things that I really believe that if it was Russ, honestly, if it's any of these non-white quarterbacks, they do something like that. It's over for them. Not not that that's how it should be, right. but that's just how it is. Right. And like we talked about, Tom Brady. He's an example because we talk about like. Oh, Tom Brady's rah-rah. He, you know, he does all this stuff. It, it fires the players up. It's it's his passion. But when OBJ does it, it's oh, he he's a cancer on the sideline and all this stuff. Right, so exactly. there's always different narratives right. that are thrown. They are willing to let Antonio Brown back in the league with all this stuff pending against him. Right. Who's gonna say they, they're willing to sit down and talk to him? Now, I don't know if the issue was Cap doesn't want to talk to anybody. He just wants a chance. Or you know they they're afraid to touch that that scenario, but to me, being well, seeing Cap take a knee and not really knowing what he's taking a knee for is a lot different than somebody being accused of sexually assaulting a woman. Right, and they're actually being like emails and shit about yeah. it. Yeah, and we're gonna we want you to come and talk to us because we may we might let you back in the league after that. Right. The Patriots, we'll give you another chance. We'll, we'll take you from. But you understand that that fits the, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Mold. The yeah, the mold or the uh, the. There's a word for it. Uh, yeah, it fits. It fit his behavior fits within the narrative that they see for the All NFL the player. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cap. And these people who are uncomfortable, you know I mean? who, who think outside Social of justice. what they need to be, oh yeah. no, <laughs> they that goes against that, then they can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I would have loved to been alive or al- al- well, alive during the time Muhammad Ali decided he wasn't going to Vietnam, because that was probably the big like what you're not going to stand up, and fight, you know? Right. Arguably the greatest athlete ever lived. They yeah. took his career away. Yeah. Right. It, in the span, I want to. In a movie, you can't really get the feel for it because the movie has to end within a certain amount of time. But two hour, a two hour movie does not. It's not going to capture what three, four, however long. Five it, years. Five years of being blackballed from boxing, from sports as a citizen, and then all of us like, all of a sudden. So that's that's the sacrifice that he took. And this is a sacrifice the captain taking. 
I don't know if there's been a, a gap in between it. Like, if there's anybody else been between the Muhammad Ali sacrifice or any other to the cap thing, sports wise, probably not. I mean, my, uh, um, Chris, Chris, Child, not Chris Charles, Chris, um, Muhammad Abdul Rauf, the yeah, guy changes the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, you know, he had the same protest and then he got like swiftly. Removed from the league yeah. too quietly though because he wasn't you know what I mean. A super Is he the one like who that. played at LSU with uh, Shaq? with Shaq? I think so. Because if he is, Shaq has said many times that this dude is one of the greatest ballers he's ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in the big three now, but yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, they. Yeah, and he's like forty five. Exactly. You know, however old he is, yeah. like uncomfortable. Yeah, we don't like what makes makes us uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and however we can get rid of that, we will. Right. Well, it's like you know, you're not especially black people, and I think even you know the brown folks are not allowed to display your, you know what I mean, be a full human, right? You know what I'm saying? You got to be either perfect with a smile on your face or the angry, right. Right. you know what I mean, not knowing how to act. You know what right. I'm saying? As long as you fit those narratives, then you're able to exist. Otherwise, right. you know what I mean? You got to right. get out of the way. We had uh, our friend today telling us stories about. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a white gentleman who was basically in Texas. Yeah, yeah, in Texas. Even though I think he is from Ohio or something like that, but like he was basically saying, like, "You're an athlete. Like, shut up and play sports." And it's like, bro, you you think based off of what you do for your job gives you more of a right to talk about anything right. than these other people. Who to you are entertainment, like literally right. you're dance, like, like dance yeah. boy dance, right, right, and it's like wow, <laughs> like the fact that there are literally people who are our age who who think that way, like blows my mind. Yeah, these people, how are these in the time that we live in, like when you see the people who who forty five, forty five, forty five was brought out of the. Out of the woodwork, and and you know how do how do you hate anybody nowadays? Like how do you hate in general? But how do you how was that even in your DNA? Like that's top behavior, man. Right, and And it's also I mean, but there's also a hint of jealousy in it. Oh yeah, I'm saying those. Oh yeah, that dude wishes he could do what the other what what those athletes Mm -hmm. can do, and he's like. You know, I don't have those talents. Why do you, you have those talents? Why, you know, yeah. if I were you, I would be able to do blah blah blah. They're taking and, all our women. You know right. what I mean? But it's just, it's, there's jealousy in that. You know there's what I mean? And they hate that. the fact that a they're more athletic and they're unafraid to speak their mind. You know what I mean? This yeah. dude doesn't have shit going on with him, right. and he's afraid to speak his mind. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So right, that's crazy. It, like I don't know, man. It's it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm glad that we live in a time where it does seem like changes have been made yeah. or like there's things that are in the works that's, you know, flipping stuff around. Right. There's more, but there's of, still so much work to be yeah. done. Yeah. There's and, more of, of people who think like us than that don't think like us. Right. 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 Which but is, like we were talking about the, the loud minority drive, drives a lot of shit. I think where we live, that's the case. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's, I think that's geography also a has thing. a lot to do with that's, it. We live, <laughs> we live in one of the most diverse parts yeah. of the country. Yeah. yeah. And one of the most liberal. So Yeah. And I we I have to remind people of that. Yeah. Like what we we probably talked about this before, but when like when forty five won the election, so many people in this area was like, Well, how could that happen? And it's like, well, bitch, because there's other people in the country. Like, you know, <laughs> right. there there are part, full parts of the country that believe the exact opposite yeah. as, like, the majority of the people that right. live here. And all they know are people that think like them. Right. And they yeah. think right. that that's how the world is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? So even yeah. them in those parts of the country are looking at us here. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell? Like, how could they think like that? Exactly. You know? Exactly. And it's, it's something that's prevalent everywhere and people get wrapped up in their own bubble and it's right. like oh like yeah this this is the world nah man like this isn't actually the full representation like this yeah. is this isn't everyone right right yeah well we'll um follow cap's journey closely and see what happens on oh, saturday yeah. if it actually comes to be right um i'm just interested i'm interested to see how it all plays out so we'll go from everyone there. knows i love collecting shit I love jerseys. Yep. I love sneakers. 
you better believe that if Cap gets signed, I will be one of those people yep. buying one of those jerseys, regardless of it. He can get signed by the Cowboys. Yep. I'll buy a Cowboys jersey just go. for that shit. Like, it's one of those things that... Remember, like, the same people that burnt LeBron's jersey when he left Cleveland bought, him, bought, bought him new ones. When he bought came new back. ones when he came back. Or bought the Miami one. Right, yeah. So, all right. Uh, before we get to For the Soul, Superfly, you saw Dolomite, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a great movie, man. It was. Eddie deserves an award for it. You still haven't yeah. watched it yet, right? Uh, it's in the queue. There's a. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even gotten to Netflix in like gotcha. the last two months. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. Great body of work. Yeah. I've watched, I've, seen, I've watched it like three times. Are you getting any more Easter eggs? Yeah, I mean... I need the, to go back through it and post some more stuff. The but. bow tie for sure. <laughs> um, but then there's just... Did you see, like, there's one scene where, like, they're in an... Um, where he's kind of on the... on the When Dolomite's, like, on the come up and they show like, a club scene. In the beginning, there's, like, a dancer on stage. Yeah. She's doing the same exact dance yeah. from Coming to America yep. when they introduce him. <laughs> um, that's, like, one of them. I think the dude... So, do you remember in Boomerang, the dude that, like, when Eddie bought those tickets to the show, and, yeah. and, the chick, and then Robin Givens didn't show up, up yeah. and then he's like, um... The show started three hours ago. And he's like, I know this, yeah, or whatever. No, yeah. That dude, I think he's he also makes an appearance in this oh, movie. Oh, okay. I gotta pay attention to that. <laughs> it's like, It was done really well. Netflix got a steal, because people, the Rude Ray Moore on a, on a national level is probably not known. But yeah. I'm surprised they haven't. They didn't roll out putting the actual Dolomite movies on Netflix. Like I think they're I think on they are, Amazon. Right? I don't really? Think so. Oh, okay. I thought they're on Amazon. I think the first it could one be is... a licensing thing. Yeah, I'm no. I, I'm just wondering why they didn't right. make that yeah. all happen. I, do yeah, think, true, I think the true. first one is. Is really okay. I think the first right. one, but he made he made like six. seven of them. Yeah, six. It's crazy. But again, like just to see when you when you see Eddie in this role, you you kind of forget that it is Eddie, and you engulf yourself and like, wow, this. And you know, we think about Rudy Ray Moore, like, wow, this guy actually did this? Again, two hours doesn't do justice for how long it probably took mm-hmm. for it to happen. But for the guy to build his own platform yeah. back then. And for me, like, somebody in their late 30s who's still, like, you know, scratching and trying to get at, like, trying to make some money being creative, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a huge inspiration to see because you always just hear about you know, people thinking they're too too old to do X, Y, Z. And this dude, you know what I mean? I he have no idea how old he was, right. but you know what I mean? He just didn't let it stop. You know no, what I mean? Didn't let going. it stop him, yeah. No, so that was super inspirational, yeah. yeah. And it was funny as shit, too. I, I know. Yeah. Funny, too. Um, Wesley Snipes, we talked about that. Wesley Snipes killed that role. I, and I looked up the real guy after that just to see, like... Is he really like the yeah. he's, I couldn't really get it just because I just saw, like, ske- scenes from, like, movies he was in. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, wow, that's how the dude really was. Like, he directed the movie, but he really didn't believe in the project at yeah, all. Exactly. But it was, it was funny. It was good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so if mm-hmm. you haven't checked out Dolomite, just check out Dolomite. Um, we didn't get to this uh, last episode. And but we had some stuff to talk about too. We had some real good stuff to talk about. Yeah. We didn't even talk about your grails, did we? Uh, we I think we mentioned them a little bit. Right. But either way, all a bunch of us had some come ups this, yeah. this past week. Shout out to Soul Links who had the Ultra Boost 19s on like sale for like 75%. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was definitely over 50%. A shoe that cost 180 down to like the lowest I, I saw for like $70. Right, yeah. Shipped. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Soul Links for just telling me that I need to spend more money on shoes. Right. They always keep for the soul. hot and fresh. <laughs> uh, that was dope. There we go. <laughs> that was dope. But, um, yeah, I mean, tonight, see me what you're rocking. Like, you uh, don't know what is rocking anything. I mean, I got some, uh, some Element React 87s on. Uh, vibrant yellow. And by the know. way, we're going to rectify all of this soon. We're going to start live streaming along with it so people can actually see the shoes we can be lying right. on our ass what we're wearing <laughs> but we all right. we do name the shoes that we all wear we actually are wearing them right yeah so, yeah uh just mevo's oh yeah mevo's gonna be it's on the way it's an investment though on the way this is on the way so we can kind of get gotta get this brand thing going <laughs> it's all about brand like superfly just said like no matter how you know what age you are if you're still hustling to get something 
then you know we're gonna make it happen. Like I think yeah. just having that that level of uh, access to to put your platform out there, mm-hmm. just with one little touch of a button. Shit, let's do it. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. The whole this whole podcast got started just by you know let's just do it. Yeah, shit. Let's so, go to Aspen. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. You know? Right. Exactly like that. Exactly like that. So, but um, yeah, a lot of lot of hopefully this thing will happen soon. Mm-hmm. So the the next because it's all about you know where do you want to take it to because mm-hmm. we we know the we had the beginning we had the middle and now it's always where, where's the next level going right. to go so we're going to take it to so the next evolution of the vision hopefully will be taking off soon yeah because again like I mean you don't have to be signed like, in the, being independent gives you access to do a creativity to do everything you want to do mm-hmm. so let's get it fellas. Uh, I think that's that's all I got. Hey. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.